This is episode 12 of season two of the Simplify and Multiply show. I'm your host, Terry Pappy, and I'm super glad you're here. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show, hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. The other night, I woke up in a panic. I could feel the anxiety all through my shoulders and my back, down through my legs. My stomach hurt, my head hurt, and my mouth was dry and like cottony. I sat on the edge of the bed and I rubbed my palms back and forth over the top of my thighs in an effort to calm myself, to soothe myself. I got up, I grabbed my robe, and I walked into my Zen room to do some writing and just try to shake off whatever it was that was making me feel that way. The last time I felt that way was in the weeks before my husband Chuck died after many years fighting melanoma. I remember one day I had uh, I'd gone home from the hospital where I was pretty much spending the majority of my awake hours with Chuck to grab a, you know, to grab a shower and put on some clean clothes. I felt this tightness in my chest and it was like I couldn't take a normal breath. It was, you know, kind of like this giant cinder block was on my chest, and I couldn't get air all the way into my lungs. I had no idea what was happening. I eventually calmed down, and uh, I remember a few days later, I went to my doctor, and I explained what happened, and he said, oh, sounds like you had a panic attack. You know, like it was just this normal thing, right? And he gave me a prescription for Xanax and said to take one if I ever experienced that station again while I was dealing with all of this. That was 15 years ago. Unfortunately, I had no Xanax the other night when I had to ride the dragon and try to move through those feelings without going into a full-blown panic. Fortunately for me, Doug was there to help, and we actually had a long conversation about what was in my head. Through that conversation, I realized that my brain was on a very negative thought track. It was such a fearful thought track that it manifested in physical sensations that woke me up out of a sound sleep. I went right into this kind of little panic. And what I was thinking about was my finances. In that moment, I'd let one simple thought deteriorate into a series of other thoughts that were not helpful, not productive, and honestly, not based in reality. The key thing here to note is that this entire experience, you know, as uncomfortable as it was, generated by one thought that cascaded through worry into other thoughts that weren't even based in reality. And worry is a reality in business, and this is why I wanted to focus this second season of the Simplify and Multiply show on dealing with fears and unknowns in business. 
If you're a solopreneur like I am, you're smacked in the face with fear a lot every day. You also make decisions around unknowns and you take risks. Nothing's a sure thing when you're a solopreneur. And as business owners, how we cope and manage through the fears and unknowns translates into how our business succeeds, how it struggles, or how it completely flops. As you've heard my guests in the many interviews throughout this season, they've each faced fears and unknowns running their business. They shared their hacks on how they coped and managed through them, as well as provided advice on what you can do to manage through your own fears and unknowns. This is part of the human condition and something that's also uniquely experienced by solopreneurs as we run our own businesses. We've each had those moments, those panic attacks, where we've second-guessed a decision or, I don't know, where we were too much in our own heads about something that might happen that we feared or that we dreaded. We know because we're out on our own figuring it out on our own every single day. When things are going well, however, when conditions lend themselves to prosperity, abundance, satisfaction, you know, meaning the bills are getting paid, income is flowing into our pockets, and we have a steady pipeline of great opportunities filling our inboxes. It's a lot easier for us to focus on what's going well so we can keep our thinking flowing in positive expectant directions. More money, more abundance, more opportunities, more satisfaction, more happy, right? However, when we let ourselves shift into a state of chronic worry or let a worry, concern, or even a circumstance turn our focus away from the outcomes we want, it's much easier to allow situations or our business, our opportunities to appear as glass half empty perspective that makes us freak out like mine did. The one thing we do have control over is our thinking. And that's what brought me back from the edge of this full-blown, what could have been really, this full-blown panic attack the other night. Well, that plus a good conversation with Doug to help me sort through and realize my messy thoughts I'd allowed to take root. And you can too. The next time you have any worry or fear, take back control of your thoughts. Listen, let me give you a short, easy process that you can do any time to stop the fear train and be the master of your thinking. And you know, when you master your thinking, anything is possible. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. Season two of the Simplify and Multiply show is all about dealing with fears and unknowns in business. And no one knows the reality of staring fear in the face better than a solopreneur. That's why I created a community where solos could gather in a judgment-free safe space that is overflowing with people who are facing similar challenges unique to a solopreneur. We all need to support one another and I can't think of a more positive environment than that of solo professionals growing their businesses. This is why I created the Simplify and Multiply Peer Club. If you are a solo, no matter where you are in your business, starting out or leveling up, I invite you to join us in the Peer Club for the support, the community, and the inspiration solo professionals need to thrive. Visit simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up to be part of this very special group. Okay, that easy process goes just like this. 
And by the way, this works for any kind of worry, not just business-related concerns. Now, what I want you to do is when you have a fearful thought or worry about your business, stop and take a moment to isolate the specific thought. Now, this may start with something like, I'm worried I don't have enough future work in my pipeline. It's pretty simple, and it's a pretty common concern for solopreneurs. So if you're a professional speaker, you may not have many paid speaking engagements booked into the coming months. Or if you're a consultant, you may not have many or any proposals being reviewed by prospective clients or contracted engagements in the next two quarters. If you're, for example, a service provider, you may have several clients who are rolling off of their retainer contracts or subscriptions and have nothing to replace their revenue yet. So it's easy to capture this thought. However, there is a much deeper thought that is triggering the fear that may be driving that physical response, kind of like the one I had. So the next step is to ask yourself the big what if question that explores that initial thought, such as, what would happen if I didn't have enough future work in my pipeline? The answer will vary depending on your past conditioning, your habitual tendencies, and where you're at with your overall business. Some of those deeper thoughts at the root of the initial thought could be, for example, I'll have to work harder at getting more sales and I hate sales or I may have to get a loan to pay my bills, or I may have to close my business and get a job, and so on. As you pull at that thread more and more, you'll get to the core thought that is driving the emotion. Now make a note with those three statements I just made about you know doing something you don't wanna do, like getting a loan or having to do sales if you don't like sales, or even closing your business. What types of emotions do those stir? What types of insecurities do they trigger? These are all good signs that you're getting to the true root of what that fear is. Now, at this point, you want to check in on the emotion, as I just mentioned, tied to that thought. You'll know if you've hit the right one, if it triggers strong feelings of inadequacy, Um, not good enoughness, which is a classic one we all have to some degree or another, or something like that. For every person, it's going to be unique. Next, I want you to take that trigger thought of inadequacy or lack and flip it to something positive. For example, if your thought is, I'm not good enough to sustain my business on my own and I will fail and have to go get a job, turn that thought into something like this. I am full of unique talents and gifts that the world needs. And I'm so grateful that I have my own business as a vehicle to do my work the way I want to and for the income I want to receive. I don't need much to turn this around. Look at all that I've done in my business this far. It's been an amazing ride, and I know I will keep going and get better and better at allowing more clients, more opportunities, and more referrals, and better business relationships to come into my experience. Now, could you just feel the difference of that statement, those couple sentences there, versus all of the prior ones? Now, what you're doing here is sort of giving yourself like a pep talk. 
But first, you need to turn that negative thought into something positive. If it's hard for you to be open to a more positive thought, then speak from like a general perspective. Being more broad about your fear thoughts makes it easier to orient your thinking toward a more positive outcome. That way you're not kind of having that argument in, <laughs> inside your head. The more detailed you get with your new positive thought, the more it might trigger disbelief rooted in insecurities and cause you to stay, you know, kind of in that fearful thinking pattern. Now to reinforce the new positive thought, I want you to write for five to 10 minutes all of the wonderful things that will come about when you achieve the opposite of what you're worried about. Like, what if it never happens? I mean, I can't tell you the stuff that I used to worry about most of the time never, ever, ever came to fruition. And it was such a waste. And as the older I get, the more I want to go back and just tell my younger self, you worried for nothing. You worried for nothing. Everything always works out. (laughs) And it's so funny because that's true in almost every single case. I think I can think of one case where that was not the case. And that was when my husband passed away. And it's a very sad thing. This is really why we can get blown into a, you know, a consistent state of anxiety when we perpetually focus on a negative outcome or fearful worry. Many of us do this unconsciously, especially if we've had troubled lives or past environments that really conditioned us to think negatively. You know, like if we lived with someone who was incredibly critical and emotionally abusive, or we were just in an environment where people didn't support us. Be an advocate for positive thinking, as well as your possibility and your future. The number one person in your fan club should be you. And it's time to root for yourself more often in a positive thought pattern by thinking things that make you excited, eager, and happy, not fearful, worried, or resigned. If you are having, or when you do have, a fearful concern about your business that stems from a deep-seated fear or thought of inadequacy or that not-good-enoughness, stop and turn it around. Become the master of your thinking to master your business and your life. You know why? Let me tell you what I know. I know you know your stuff. I know you care about your clients and those you work with. I know you have a ton of expertise, wisdom, experience, and know-how to help others and that you're deeply committed to serving others and helping them solve their problems. I know these things because you are a solopreneur. You've adventured into a form of business ownership that challenges you every day and throws all kinds of obstacles that you have to deal with and overcome. If you didn't care as much as you do, if you didn't feel that you had something valuable to contribute to others, and if you didn't have such a strong desire to live in independence and have the freedom to make your own choices and do the things the way you wanted to do, you would have a job and be working for someone else or punching a clock waiting for retirement. Solopreneurism is a challenging road, but solopreneurism is a highly rewarding road anyone can travel. Master your thinking and you can master your business and your life. 
Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.